We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, it's Bill and Morgan from the Q Morning Show. Thank you so much for checking out the Q Morning Show On Demand. This is our full show podcast. It's everything we did on the show this morning, except there's no music. There's no interruptions. It's just us. Thank you for listening. It all starts right now. Broadcasting from the Halley Building in downtown Cleveland, it's the Q Morning Show on Q104. I have looked everywhere. I have Googled everything. I have no idea who Adam Sandler's surprise guest was last <laughs> night at Rocket Mortgage Building. Oh, that's funny. Uh, but there is no surprise about who's in the studio this morning. That's Morgan. Hello. We are ready to go. It's a Thursday show. It's the Q Morning Show. Thank you for being here. Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill Ryan. Good morning. Happy 420 day. Oh, happy 420. For those of you that partake, I don't know how it works, actually. Me neither. I I could look (laughs) into it. You're asking the wrong girl. Yeah, I'm I'm so far... so far, disassociated with anything that happens on 420. I don't know if you're supposed to start now. Is it like a wake and bake thing? I have or do, no idea. Do you actually have to wait until 420? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> We maybe, should do a poll. Maybe someone will let us know about that. 216-474-0104. It all started for me last night. Well, it's been going on for months, but um, now that the weather is getting warmer, and last night by no means was warm. It was in the 50s. Right. It's chilly, but sitting outside for the first outdoor baseball practices last oh, night. Oh, nice. How did that go? Both boys had their practice uh, practices, and I left the house, I don't know, right around 445 in the afternoon, got home about 845. I'm going to have to find things to do, like figure out things that I'm going to be doing. Like, I, I have to make those hours productive. Yeah. Like, I can't do just... Do you, though? Do I have to? Yeah. Or do you just have the desire to? I have the desire to. Okay. Like, it'll get better. I mean, once the practices are over and the games start, it won't be as crazy. Yeah. Because all these coaches are just trying to get as many practices in before the games start. I mean, is there... Can you not drop them off and come back? Is that not an option? I don't like that option. Because what do you do when you go home? The same thing you would do when you're at the baseball field. Like, for instance, uh, Will's practice last night was from 730, 7.30 to 8.30. Mm-hmm. And so by the time I get home, yeah. like, what do I do? Like, what do I start? Because I'm going to have to, you know, in 30 minutes, jump back in the car and, and go yeah. pick them up. I get it. I just feel like if you're, if you're wanting to be productive, like, how are you going to be productive at the baseball field? I don't know. Find something to watch, like say, oh, something okay. to stream. Like yeah. I did, ha- I did have basketball on on my phone, and I was watching that a little bit. I thought you meant like work stuff. <laughs> you have tons of shows that you can oh. pick to stream. Well, I'm always, as far as work stuff, I'm always trying to you know think about things yeah. for the show. I wouldn't consider watching a show <laughs> being productive. Well, of course it's being productive <laughs> because we have shows that are in our queue. Yeah. And uh, you know how difficult 
difficult it is for me you yeah. know, to get through shows. I, I see that. Yes. Yeah. I just got to. Have you heard about this new Netflix documentary, by the way, Longest Third Date? No. OK, we're going to get into that at some point this morning. Uh, because I'm, I'm reading about it. It sounds it sounds interesting. Okay. Uh, Hollywood Dirt Sheet on the way as well. It's the Q Morning Show. I love radio because it plays all my favorite songs and it wakes me up in the morning. It's the Q Morning Show. From the 1-800 Hurt Now Traffic Center. Q104 plays the hits. It's the Q Morning Show. Good morning. This Netflix documentary that I was just talking about, it just dropped, I believe, yesterday or the day before. It's called The Longest Third Date. And it's about Matt Robinson and Connie Lay. They had their first date back in February of 2020, followed by another fun second date. So they're like, okay, let's do it again. Let's do a third date. They they got stuck in quarantine together, didn't they? How did you know that already? Anytime 2020 is uttered. February or March, Mm. I immediately know where the story is going. Yeah, they decided to go on an adventure for their third date, so they booked a five-day trip to Costa Rica. Oh, my gosh. And they arrived on March 17th of 2020. Oh, we all remember what happened then. Yeah, their flight home was canceled indefinitely because of COVID. And their third date technically lasted 79 days. Because that's how long they were stuck in Costa Rica. They they couldn't make it home until so then. So they just stayed in the hotel together? I guess we'll find out if we watch the uh, yeah. the documentary. <laughs> Does it say if they're still together? They are still together. Nice. I do know that. I don't know if I'm giving out spoilers here. That's fine. Uh, just from some of the reviews that I've read about this, um, some people are calling it, because it's supposed to be like a feel-good thing. Right. But some people are calling it a horror movie. Oh, no. That's not what you want. And especially because this guy, this Matt Robertson, is filming everything. Like, he's... That's his thing. Oh, like, so the guy that got stuck on the date was filming all all these things? Yeah, like he's a wannabe influencer or something. Oh, so he okay. was just constantly filming. And I was just reading comments from people. And they're like, I don't know if I would want to be with this guy if he just kept documenting everything. Yeah. But then he did. And then it turned out to be this Netflix documentary. Right. I mean, they're cashing that check. So I wouldn't be too mad about it. So it's called Longest Third Date. It's on Netflix right now. I'd be curious because I don't know. Maybe I'll get to it one of these nights if I have like a really, field. really long baseball. I'll, maybe I'll watch the documentary or, yeah. or somebody can t- let me know if it's good or not. It's the Q Morning Show. Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. It's Morgan. It's Bill Ryan. You've got the Q Morning Show. So the last time that I have flown... With my kids. I think it was 2019. Really? It's been a long time since I've had to go anywhere with my kids. Before that, I mean, it was once, twice, three times a year sometimes. Right. Uh, Either we were going on vacation or we were flying back to Ohio. Uh, But Morgan found something. There's... uh, there's a little debate going on. Oh, this- yeah. This is blowing up on Twitter. I saw it on the Today Show. It's been everywhere. What are they fighting about? What are they arguing about? About kids and the messes that they make on airplanes. So this is how it started. It was a Toronto Blue Jays pitcher. So he's already got quite the following, right? Anthony mm-hmm. Bass or Bass. I don't know. Sorry. He went to Twitter and he was complaining that a flight attendant told his wife, to clean up the mess that their kids made on a flight. So this is what the tweet says. 
It says the flight attendant at United just made my 22 weeks pregnant wife traveling with a five-year-old and a two-year-old get on her hands and knees to pick up the popcorn mess Mm. made by my youngest daughter. Are you kidding me? His tweet obviously went viral. It's got nearly 14,000 replies and it has people debating who is responsible for cleaning up after kids on an airplane, parents, the kids, or the flight attendant. What would you say? I would say parents would, because I I just couldn't leave that to the flight. If, if it was an egregious mess. Yeah. uh, And, and I can't remember and I can't remember a trip where my kids would get so out of control that there was just this mess behind me. I'd be mortified Yeah, walking off that plane. I couldn't even, the, the flight attendant would say goodbye to me and I couldn't even look them in the eye. Right. Because I would feel terrible walking off that plane, leaving a horrible mess on the plane. Right. So I would think that uh, Paula and I, if there was some sort of a mess, I think we would do our absolute best to clean up what we could. Yes. At the time. Okay. So there's one side of the argument. The other side of the argument is make the kids pick up the mess that they made, right? And then the third one is they have a cleaning crew. The people that are on this guy's side is like airplanes have cleaning crews to come in after the flight to clean. Okay, I see that argument. Well, first of all, the the part about the kids, uh, I, I mean, sometimes depending on how old they are, um, and I mean, you, you want to get off that plane as fast as you can. Yeah. That probably isn't the time to have a lesson about cleaning up <laughs> about after responsibility. yourself. Right. So I'm not sure if, of getting your kid to clean up after themselves is going to work, but I have never thought about flight attendants as also my cleaning crew. Like I, I've never looked at the yeah. looked at them in that light. Which I don't know if it's like a flight attendant's job to clean, or if they have you know a third party come in and clean. A question for a flight attendant if yeah. there's one out there listening. But I think ultimately, like you said, I think it's mostly the parents' responsibility because yeah. I too would be like, I don't want to look bad I <laughs> on think this so. flight. I and I think that uh, if you if you take out the the airplane, I know we're talking about. In an airplane setting, but if you even at a restaurant, yeah, like if my kids spilled something or if there was food on the table or something, I mean, Paula and I are doing whatever we can to clean up as much mess as we can so we don't leave it all for yeah. the hostess or the server or whoever is going to be responsible for cleaning up after us in the restaurant. Yeah. You know what else, though? Why is this Anthony Bass? Tweeting and making his 22 weeks old pregnant wife pick up the popcorn. Why yeah. can't he pick up the popcorn? I don't know. Well, may, was he actually with them? I think so. Okay. Because I, I thought maybe he'd be with the team. And I don't know. If you know anything about that, uh, or if you have thoughts on on who's... Let's just keep it with the, the plane setting. Yeah. On an airplane. Your kids make a mess. Would you expect the flight attendants to clean it up? Yeah. Or is it the parents' responsibility? Yeah. I have my... A friend of mine, their mother is a flight attendant. We should get Call her. Call up. We should get him on the the show someday and just Call ask him up. a bunch of questions. It's 216-474-0104. Real life, real Cleveland. Let them know, oh baby, let them know. The Q Morning Show. Makes me feel happy. It's on every morning when I wake up. Q104. All right, so if you're just getting here, Morgan found kind of like an online debate that's been going on. Yeah, it's a viral tweet. What was it again? 
A Toronto Blue Jays pitcher tweeted out very angrily, angrily, is that a word? Against sure. uh, United Airlines, basically. I don't, know, I don't know how you would know if someone's tweeting angrily, though. <laughs> uh, I think the million question marks and exclamation points <laughs> oh. kind of, uh, you know, relay a feeling. Yeah, that sounds angry. Yeah, so... He had a five-year-old and a two-year-old, and they made a mess on the plane. And he tweeted, the flight attendant at United just made my 22 weeks pregnant wife traveling with a five- and a two-year-old get on her hands and knees to pick up the popcorn mess made by my youngest daughter. Are you kidding me? With a million question marks and a million exclamation points. So I think it's reasonable to assume that he wasn't there because he's probably with... The The Blue Jays somewhere. It's baseball season. He's traveling with the team and his wife and the kids. uh, Maybe they're going on a road trip or or whatever the case may be. Yeah. For the sake of the argument, we'll go with that. And he's outraged that the flight attendants didn't help his wife and and his two toddlers. There's three really theories here. One, that it's the parents' responsibility to clean up. Another, that the kids should clean up after themselves. And another, that... Stewardesses should clean the plane themselves. To the phones we go. Let's see what Melanie in Akron has to say. Melanie, good morning. Good morning. Now, your husband is a pilot, right? Yes. And I was just talking with him. He flies for JetBlue, and he told me it's airline dependent whether they have cleaning crews come in after every flight or not. Um, like JetBlue and Southwest, he said it's the flight attendants that clean up unless there's a big mess. Um, then the cleaning crew comes. So it is the flight attendants um, for certain airlines. But, I mean, I still think, as, so as a parent, if my son makes a mess in a restaurant or something, I'm definitely doing my best to clean up as much as I can. Mm. But I just think in this situation, with a 5-year-old and a 2-year-old being pregnant, and there's barely any space to even get to the floor or anything on planes, especially if your kids are right there with you. That's true. I think it would be like nearly impossible to clean it up. Um, I would probably have just tried my best and then apologized to the flight attendant on my way out and said, you know, my hands are full right now. I'm really sorry. I tried to get as much up as I could. Yeah, well, yeah, I like that. Her husband plays Major League Baseball. How about a tip? <laughs> How about a $100 tip or something for the flight attendants? That would be nice. Uh, Paula's in Brook Park. Paula, good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Good. What are your thoughts on the conversation we're having about flight attendants and cleaning up after kids? Um, I understand the previous caller's uh, outlook, but I also believe that as a parent, you're responsible for your child. You're responsible for your child's mess. And if you can't get that child to clean up their own mess, I wouldn't expect the two-year-old. But at home, don't you take, teach the child to pick up their toys? Or I'm sorry, maybe if you're a major league baseball player, you have somebody else to do that for Ooh, you. Maybe shots maybe, fired. You, maybe you should have invited them. But Paul, are you still there? You can't expect somebody else to clean up after your children. And if you do expect that, that makes you a bad parent. Well, I, th- I mean, I, I just, I always cleaned up after my children at restaurants. I made sure that my children knew to respect other spaces. Um, if they're not cleaning up, I do it. I'll have to. Well, in the case of trying to get your kid to clean up after themselves, I mean, doing it at home, it sometimes it takes all day to get them to do it. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have that kind of time when you're on a plane, when you're flying. Maybe you have a connecting flight or you, you literally have to get off the plane because they need the plane to fly other people to wherever they're going. Yeah. So sometimes that's not practical either, I don't think. I would say, I know I don't have kids, so I don't really have a dog in this fight. 
but thinking to when I will have kids, if I see that my kid is making a mess on the floor for no reason, I'd be like, if you don't stop making a mess, I'm taking the popcorn away. In that way, you either don't have the popcorn at all or you don't make a mess. I don't think popcorn is anything that I would have on a plane for a kid anyway. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> like, honestly, because I'm, I'm, I'm very conscious about the germs yeah. on planes. And yeah. so you're basically putting p- popcorn into your mouth after it's touched all the germs on the plane. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe popcorn and no-go. Yeah. Lotto's on Q104. It's the Q Morning Show. Lotto is going to open up for Lizzo when she comes to Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse nice. next month. I'm not sure if many people knew that. I so did not know that. Lotto and Lizzo, we're going to have tickets for you coming up after 8 this morning. Uh, so Will is my 11-year-old, almost 12 years old, uh, in the sixth grade. Uh, and he roasted me. He got me good the other day. So I'm, I'm, talk- I'm sitting on the couch and I'm talking to Paula, my wife. And Will is listening to the conversation. And so we have an event coming up soon that just includes uh, programming staff. So not the entire staff at Q104, not like the salespeople and people that work in H&R. It's just programming. And I'm explaining this to Paula. We do. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> I didn't know that, but continue. We do. I, I can't tell you anymore. I'll, I'll remind you about it okay. uh, later. But it, it's just the, the, the programming staff. And I'm explaining this to Paula, and she's like, well, I don't understand, because you're not in programming. She said, you're not a programmer. And I said, no, you're right. I said, but I'm part of the programming staff. I said, I'm not even sure how the company classifies me. I said, I think they classify me as talent. Programming talent, yes. Yeah, programming talent. Yeah. And then that's when Will chimes in. Dad has talent? Oh, I knew where that one was going. <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Is that how he laughs? Do it again. (laughs) I feel like I've seen that on TikTok once or twice from your son. (laughs) Good one, you little punk. That's funny. You got me good on that one. All right, trending report. We've got that coming up. Also, Morgan has... Morgan has a day where she might not be here. And I'm sure that... Anyone who is listening to the show has had to deal with this at least once in their life. Uh, we'll get to that coming up after 7 this morning on the Q Morning Show. From the 1-800-HURT-NOW traffic center. Run away, but we're in circles. Run away, run away, run away. Q104 plays the hits. Always live on the free Odyssey app. It's great to have you along this morning. We are the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill Ryan. So cloaking is the new dating term that you may be hearing. I don't like it. I already don't like it, but <laughs> proceed. So it's it's like ghosting. It's ghosting to the extreme, perhaps. So instead of... Well, explain ghosting to me. So ghosting, the way that I understand it, is you just completely start ignoring the person that you've been talking with. Yes. Or even went on a date with. You yeah. just... Stop talking to them. Right. You don't respond, and, and you hope that they get the hint. Like a ghost. <laughs> Right. You're gone. Cloaking is taking that to a different level. How how can you get to another level if you've literally dropped off the face of the earth? You block them. So if you if you block them, if you block their number, you're cloaking them. But if why you, does it have to be different? Blocking someone's number is just ghosting them. No, I think I think it's taking an extra step. I I don't know. It depends on who you ask. And then if you met them on a dating app, you would unmatch them. 
So that's what cloaking is. I think this is just ghosting. <laughs> these are just different forms of ghosting. We <laughs> you, don't need to come up with these new dating terms every week. I would understand cloaking someone if you didn't feel safe around that other person. Yeah. But I think that that's a little too much. Yeah. I mean, you're really doing it just for you, I guess, if you don't want to see, if you block somebody, you really don't want to see their text. Yeah. At all. Yeah. And they just, you don't want them to ever be able to get into contact with you. Yeah. What's next? Good question. I don't want anything else to be next. I want to stick to what we know, which is ghosting, which is not responding to people. It doesn't matter if you block them. It doesn't matter if you just don't respond. A ghost is a ghost. What about changing your number? We'll call that renaming your digits. Rearranging rearranging your digits. No, you have to come up with just one single word. So TBD on that. I'll work on that. Yes. How about moving? Sure, just completely. yeah. I moved out of my apartment and moved to a different apartment because I didn't want to date them anymore. I'm so glad I don't have to date anymore, aren't you? Oh, it's sure. It's too hard to keep up with yeah. these days. I don't want to move. I don't want to relocate again. Or cloak <laughs> or ghost or any of the above. Because that's what would happen if I had to start dating again. Yeah. I would have to relocate. I would have to go get my own apartment somewhere. Okay, so coming up. In maybe a week or so, it's possible that Morgan is going to be gone for the day, maybe the week, maybe the month. I don't want to do it. Maybe six weeks. I don't want to do it. Hopefully not much longer than that. It's jury duty (sighs) for Morgie. We'll get into this next. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Bring me that smile in the morning. It's the Q Morning Show. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Q104 plays the hits. It's the Q Morning Show. So Morgan has jury duty. I don't want to do it. Potentially. Potentially has jury duty. I don't, how does this process even work? I'm not sure because I've never been called for jury duty. I got a letter in the mail that said, you have been summoned. Go online, fill out this questionnaire. If there's no reason that you can't come to jury duty, we will be in contact with you, but you have to show up on this date and we'll see you there. And that's the last I heard. So I got online, I filled out the little form, but I have anxiety about jury duty for real. When and is, it's not just because I don't want to go. It's because it's May 1st, so it's in a couple weeks. Okay. It, it's because I don't I don't feel smart enough to make decisions that will impact people's <laughs> lives. Do you just tell them tell the lawyer that or the judge? I mean, maybe. I'm I'm such an empath like somebody could be like, "I'm sorry." And I'm like, "Look, they're sorry." Like they should just you should just let them go, but I know you can't do that when you're on jury duty. So jury duty, it's it's already going to take away a show. So May 1st, you're not going to be here. Like Correct. You physically have to go to where? The courthouse? Yeah, I have okay. to go to the courthouse. I have to be there at 8 a.m. Okay. Yeah, it's, I've never been called for Cleveland jury duty. 
I, I did get called in Phoenix one time, but it was such a simple process. They said, you have jury duty on this day. Call the night before to find out if we need you. Oh, I, really? I called the night before. They said, we don't need you. That was it. They never called me again. Huh. I never had to go. But you physically have to go on May 1st. I think so. That's and, the way that they presented it to me. And then you'll sit down and you'll go through the whole process and you may or may not be selected to be on a jury. Yes. Depending if they need someone. On I jury. have such bad anxiety about it. I don't want to do it. But everybody that I talk to, they're like, I went into it thinking the same that I didn't want to do it. And they actually really liked it. My sister was like, if I could be a professional juror on jury duty, I would do it. <laughs> it's like, What? Well, I'm looking at it from this perspective. If you do get selected to be on a jury, you could be away from the show for who knows how long. That's what I'm thinking, too, like, because they don't give you any information. They don't tell you if it's just going to be, like, small claims court or if you're the next murder, you know, juror. Like, I don't know. I try to pay attention to the news, but I don't know if we have any big murder trials coming up soon. I can't. I do not feel like I possess the qualities to be a good juror. So if they kick you out on the first day, you're going to be fine with that. If they say, no, we, you, you're dismissed. Yeah. Or, or are you going to feel like, oh, man, why didn't they want me? That I, I feel like both because, like, I'm such a, I don't know, like... Growing up, I always wanted my parents to be like really proud of me. I always wanted to do well by them. And I have that feeling with everything in life where I don't want to let people down. You know what I mean? So if I get to the court and they're like, you're not smart enough, I'm gonna be like, oh man, I let them down because I wasn't smart enough. But then if I get chosen and I can't make a decision about anything because I'm spiraling, mm-hmm. I'm also going to let the other people down. And if you do get selected for a jury and you decide that this person is guilty, you're going to be letting that person down. Oh my gosh, I'm going to feel I'm yeah. going to feel guilty for the rest of my life depending on what they do. Feel obviously. guilty about making them guilty. I can't. I have serious anxiety over it. I don't want to go. 216-474-0104. Tell us about your jury experience. Yeah, like, cuz I don't even the only person I know that has gone is my sister. She loved it. So maybe maybe I just need, you know, to survey the land yeah. and have people tell me it's not as scary as I think it is. Has anyone and then has anyone ever been selected? Has anyone been a part of a very cool trial? I don't want to do it. That you could tell us about? 216-474-0104. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104. It is 30. Morgan has Jury duty very soon. I'm scared. And yeah, she's all kinds of different feelings about it. Uh, so let's let's talk to some people that have gone through this. Christina in Wycliffe is on the line right now. I think Christina had jury duty where you have jury duty, right, Christina? Yes, in Lake County. Yes, Lake County in, in and, Willoughby, and that's where yours is, right, Morgan? Yes. So, what was your experience like doing uh, Lake County jury duty? Um, so I had to call in on Friday. It's also on the website as well um, by by Friday if you have to report or not. I reported, and I got into the little room that they have um, where there's probably about 30 or 40 people in there by the time um, it's all said and done. Uh, and I waited for about an hour, and then the judge brought us all up and uh, sort of told us a little bit about the court case and that they were wheeling and dealing and settled before we even um, had to sit on a jury. So we got paid um, and had let go at the same oh. day. Ooh, how, how much do you get paid? 
think it was like $25, maybe. Yeah. I mean, Big spenders. Do, do they have snacks? You're not, running to, you're not running on vacation on what they pay, yeah, for sure. Do they have snacks or donuts or anything like that? They did not. No. no. You can bring your own. Yeah. But maybe only have, for in that little room. Maybe they have a suggestion box you can suggest yeah, that. All right. So Okay, well that makes me feel a little bit better. So yeah, it could be like a big bluff. Yeah. Like they're gonna the lawyers are are the jurors are like scaring them to make a settlement. So maybe you won't have to do anything. There you go. Uh Terry is on the line right now. I didn't hear where Terry where are you from, Terry? Um, Paintsville, but right now I'm walking outside the Lake Heroes Bluff. I love that. Great way to start your morning. <laughs> yeah, thanks every, for every day, ten miles. Thanks. Wow, ten miles. Yep. And I'm old. <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, having us on while you're getting your exercise. Now, That's right. Have you been a juror before? I have. I've been a juror twice, but I have been summoned five times. Five times? That seems like five a lot. Times. They must love you. You must be <laughs> a great times, at it. Three times for Lake County in Painesville. Once for downtown Cleveland. I might be federal court. And then just last year, summoned for the grand jury in Painesville. Oh, you must be popular <laughs> yeah. with that. Yeah, so what was your experiences like? The actual trials were int- very interesting. You'd probably like it if you just relax and just take it all in. Yeah. Um, I was more worried about the Cleveland one because I don't drive to Cleveland that often. And to try to figure out parking and, you know, all of that stuff, that's uh-huh. what I was stressing out more about. So did you ever have to, like, go into a little room and you guys had to talk about whether or not someone was guilty or innocent of a crime? Yes, the two times I served, we absolutely did. And that didn't and one, scare you? Because that scares me. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't like a murder trial, and that's not, you're not going to get anything that serious in common <laughs> where you're going. Imagine I did. Yeah, Morgan, Imagine like, I did. What are you thinking? This, this is like the movie 12 Angry Men. I watch too much true crime. Seriously. They're in the jury room, and they're like, we can't let this <laughs> happen. It's, a, it's like, an injustice. Knowing me, I would get the next Ted Bundy. Like, that's what I feel like is going to happen to me no and, and really what the worst thing about it is is they used to make you call once if you were served on common pleas you had to call three weeks in a row and if mm. you didn't get picked picked the first time then you had to call back the second week and the following the third week if you didn't get picked. yeah but you know so you if you get picked you can, you're done and out well, it's an inconvenience, so, but uh, it is our civic duty. Uh, I guess so. And what, and, and what a lot of people probably don't realize is the grand jury, if you're picked for that, you're obligated for three months. Mm. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, give me yeah. a day, give me a week, I'll be fine. You know what? I just got to put my big girl pants on and do my civic duty. Oh, man, we got a text. It says, Paul here. I was on a murder trial. See what I mean? All what right. if I get a murder? trial we're gonna we'll check with paul if, <laughs> if paul's story is good we'll have oh it on gosh. some morning call now to play battle of the burbs 216-474-0104 powered by window genie of cleveland west they clean windows and a whole lot more who's the smartest suburb in cleveland your suburb is counting on you it's the battle of the burbs on q104 we have our contestants in place. Morgan is all set with your four questions, so let's play. We have Bay Village, Strongsville, and West Park getting ready to rep for their city color 14 today. Her name is Elizabeth. She's in Bay Village. Good morning, Elizabeth. Good morning. 
morning. How's Bay Village holding up? How warm is it there right now? It is pretty warm out by the lake. I I'm loving it. it. The only thing I'm sad about is usually my son's in the car on the way to carpool. Oh, where's he at today? He is in, he, the, uh, another mom has a carpool, uh, but usually my four boys would be helping me, uh, so hopefully I could get it on my own. Yes, fingers crossed for you, Elizabeth. Bay Village has three wins. We're going for win number four. Are you ready? I'm ready. Question number one. In what season is daytime the longest? Summer. That is correct. Question number two. In the TV show Friends, whose last name is Bing? Chandler. Question number three. What are Crayola crayons made of? Wax. For the win, Elizabeth and Bay Village. The Cavs are playing in what iconic New York City arena tomorrow night? Madison Square Garden. Okay, Elizabeth right. and Bay Village. Well, what's rolling around on your dashboard yeah, I, is what we, we, we need to know. We have questions for you now. We're going to turn this around, Elizabeth. What in the world is that? Because it sounds like you have dice inside of a cup. And you're playing like a, you're playing sorry right now. Like, what is that noise? I, I don't know. I have my dog with me in the car, but I was like, that's about it. She's coming to work with me today. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah, you did. Congratulations. Tell everyone listening Yay. who made you a winner, Elizabeth. Q104. Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. Oh, that song isn't over. And what? Now, it, what now was it's that? over. I don't know. It went quiet and then it came back for a second. But that sounded like a Beyonce song. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. De- Dead and Gone ghosts. was like mid, uh, mid-2000s, mid right? Yes. Yeah, it's been a while. I don't remember how that song ends. Uh, anywho, it's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill Ryan. Happy 420 Day for those of you that partake. Uh, I know nothing about it. Me neither. I'm, I'm probably closer to a narc than I am anybody that participates in 420. <laughs> like, Same. I tried it back in the day. It didn't take. Uh, that's all I can say. Let me ask you this, Morgan. This is kind of random, but um, this this happens to me sometimes. And I don't know if I'm just making too much of this or, or if I'm just making stuff up in my head uh, or if this sounds makes me sound crazy. But when I'm on Instagram... And I see a friend of mine, and it just happened this morning. She's in Atlanta and posted a bunch of pictures of her sunbathing. She's in a bikini. Okay. I don't like that picture, right? I can't like that picture. No. You yeah, probably shouldn't. I shouldn't like that picture. Even This is not a random person, though. This is a friend of mine who's in the radio industry. Yeah. But I still can't like those pictures. Is she single? She is single. That's why she's posting it. She's not posting it for you. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> and, right. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Oh, she's definitely not posting it for me. Yeah, but so then maybe just don't. I'm just afraid to like, I like to like all my friends' pictures, but I can't, I can't like this one. No, it's, you just got to pick and choose your battles, you know, and this probably is not one of them that you would <laughs> like to choose. And the, because in my head, like I have this whole scenario in my head where I get this, D, like I'll like the picture and then I'll get this DM. Creep, you're married with kids. Why are you liking that picture? It's like, oh, my God, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, well, you never know what could happen. But, uh, yeah, there's one way to to find out or have that never happen, yeah. and that is to not like the picture. I'll just ignore it. All right, Brandon's got a problem this morning, too. 
Uh, he's going to join us for the Cleveland Confessional. He ha- is dating someone right now, and the whole relationship is built upon lie. Lies. Lies. Multiple lies. Mul- maybe multiple lies, at least one big lie. Okay. Uh, Cleveland Confessional in less than 10 minutes. Real life. Real Cleveland. It's the Q Morning Show. I listen every morning. Old songs, new songs. I love the music. It makes you feel good in the morning when you're listening to it. From the 1-800 Hurt Now Traffic Center. It's time to overshare. Hey, uh, so mom. Yeah, it could be something juicy, embarrassing, or even life-changing. Step into our confessional. The Cleveland Confessional on the Q Morning Show. If you want to be on the Cleveland Confessional, there's a few ways you can do it. You can send us an email, and our email address is... The easiest way is to go to Q104.com. We're right there. Just send us an email. Or you can go to our Instagram, at the Q Morning Show, and send us a DM. That's what Brandon did. Brandon is in North Royalton. Good morning, Brandon. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for wanting to be on. Go ahead with your confession. (laughs) All right. So I I want to confess. Um, This girl I'm dating uh, thinks I'm vegan. Vegan? I'm not. Yeah, vegan, vegan, yeah. Okay. And I'm not vegan uh, at all. <laughs> and so I've been lying about being vegan. That's a hard lie to maintain. <laughs> How did this all start? All right, so um, it was this girl. I, I matched with her on Hinge. Um, you know, in her profile, she mentions that she's vegan and, like, really into the lifestyle. And while we're talking, like, I don't know, I just – I just really wanted to impress her and then do, you know, whatever I could to get her interested in me. Um, so I told her I was vegan, too. Okay. And, and at first, it wasn't hurting anybody, uh, you know, but myself. That's a weird sentence to say. Yeah, really. <laughs> at, first, at first, I wasn't hurting anyone by myself, but now I'm expecting someone to be hurt. But go well, ahead. So I let her choose the restaurants, and, um, you know, we'd go out to eat, and I would just order off the vegan menu, or I would literally just order the same thing that she ordered. And thankfully, that worked out well, because, I mean, the girl I'm dating was not, like, hardcore vegan, meaning, like, she would wear leather shoes and stuff like that. Okay, so just, she keeps the veganism to her food choices. Correct. Yeah, okay. yeah exactly. So, but, you know, as our relationship grows, and, well... She stayed over for the first time this past weekend, and I made her breakfast. Oh, no. And she just assumed that I had vegan eggs. Um, but I didn't have vegan eggs and, and butter on her toast. And I mean, just like, thank God she didn't look in the fridge because, like, I would have been busted for sure. Um, but she legit, like, had regular eggs that I made. Oh, her. no. Um, <laughs> <sighs> and so I realized, like, I can't keep this up. Right. right. Like, so, like, I don't know what to do because I, I really like her, but, like, I, I feel like I can't tell her I lied. Right. Or, <laughs> you know, Brandon, I was with you right up to the point where you made her breakfast. Like, I, yeah. can't, even, I can't even understand a white lie about something about yourself just to impress a girl or to get a girl interested. But since you made her breakfast and you, you basically. I don't know. Is that a betrayal? Yeah, Morgan? I mean, I mean, she's a vegan and she ate eggs and she doesn't know yeah. it. So I can't go for that. Uh, no can do. I think maybe you can keep that detail 
to yourself. Um, but also, I think you you have to come clean. Because like you said, you cannot keep this up forever. And if she really likes you, is she going to break up with you because you're not vegan? So let me ask you this, Morgan. Are you saying that Brandon should... He oh, has to on. give up the charade, is what I'm trying to say. But you're saying he should admit that he was lying about being a vegan? No, I mean, I feel like you could probably just let that go and just say, look, I've decided moving forward not to be vegan anymore. Okay, I agree with you there. So kind of continue the lies. 216-474-0104. Your thoughts on Brandon lying about being a vegan, making his girlfriend breakfast with real <laughs> eggs? <laughs> 216-474-0104. The Cleveland Confessional, next. Cleveland Confessional on the Q Morning Show. It's Q104, 832. We just spoke with Brandon in North Royalton. He matched with some girl on Hinge. And one of the, the things that they have in common, or at least she thinks they had in common... Was they were, they were both vegans. Brandon's not a vegan. Ba- Brandon's not a vegan. He lied about it. And now it, he's like, I have to maintain this lie, but I don't want to. And he went an extra step by making her breakfast one morning. and It was not a vegan breakfast. Completely disregarded her vegan lifestyle and made, made her eat real eggs. Yeah, and she doesn't know. And so we're talking about, oh, what does this guy do now? Uh, let's go to Shannon, who just called in like seconds before the Panic at the Disco song <laughs> ended. Shannon, good morning. Good morning. What are your thoughts on this morning's Cleveland confessional? Okay, so long story short, I was a vegan for seven years. If somebody did that to me, I would immediately break up with them. Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. So do you That is like the sin of all sins oh, no. right there. That's what I thought when he said it. I was like like at first I was like giving him a little rope, like some leeway as far as okay. He really wants to be with this girl, and and it's a weird lie to choose. But he, you know, okay, it's who's he harming? But then he's actually harming her by by betraying yeah, her. Yeah, I think that's the real oh, issue yeah. is that he should have never cooked her breakfast <laughs> ever. No. So what? That's what, exactly what it is. Because if it's a religious reason she's a vegan, mm-hmm. to her, I know a lot of different religions she's now she's painted she's going to hell you oh my just gosh. oh my god animal hell. Pot, you know no. so oh what, do you, what do you think brandon should do here shannon um i don't know it's a moral dilemma yeah, you know if what? he comes clean you know what you I, just go vegan i'm gonna do change my do. whole my way <laughs> i'm gonna change my whole thing i think brandon should break up with her Leave her alone. Just oh. don't even tell her the real reason why. Just make something up. Yeah, Say I definitely you- wouldn't tell her about the breakfast because what she doesn't know won't mm-hmm. hurt her. But yeah. maybe they should go their separate ways. All right. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I don't. Probably. I don't like Brand. I don't want Brandon dating anyone. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I'm totally uh, against it. Or at least only meat eaters. Thank you, Shannon, for calling in on the Cleveland Confessional. Do a Hollywood dirt sheet next. Very soon, Morgan. Very soon this summer in July. Wonderstruck. Yes. We know who's going to be there. Khalid, Flo Rida, Nelly. Walker Hayes. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.